Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into Lock It In with Cam Rogers right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Very excited for today's guest, Chelsea Messenger, host of The Daily Tip, a national sports betting show on Odyssey Sports. You can hear her every weekday morning from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern time. Chelsea, what's going on? Great to chat with you. Yeah, it's been a difficult week to handicap NFL games this week because, don't know if you've seen this, but there are paragraphs long lists of COVID impacted teams in the NFL. This you don't week. say. So, uh, <laughs> if handicapping the NFL was already tough, it is even tougher this week because they keep rolling in and it really makes you hold your breath. Like, I hope to God we don't have another stoppage because I need sports in my life. Totally. We all do. And I'm so glad that I have you on in particular with this week with so much happening. And I'm curious to see, and we'll find out later, maybe if you have something on the Browns and the Raiders this week, I feel like a lot of people out there are staying away from that game. But before we get to all of that, Chelsea, I want to just talk about you kickstarting with Odyssey, working with Jenks. I remember when the announcement came out and you tweeted about it. It was so cool to see. And obviously this thing here that BetQL and Odyssey our building is really wonderful in the sports betting space. And suffice it to say, at least my opinion, this is probably the earliest national sports betting show out there on the radio at 6 a.m. start time. So kind of just from a macro perspective, talk about kicking things off here. Yeah, it's a very early show because it's 6 a.m. Eastern and I am in Nashville, which means it is 5 a.m. Central, so I am up very, very early, and it makes it difficult to handicap some of these games because, as you see, a lot of this stuff comes out throughout the day. But I will say it has made me better at my job because I can't just lean on the opinions of others because you see this, like, when you have a show later in the day, you can kind of look and see where everybody's leaning and where everybody's money is going and sometimes it throws you off track like if you had one opinion you're swayed to the other one so in that regard it's a little bit easier because you just stick with your opinion because it's the only one out this Mm. early in the morning uh so it has made me better at my job and i will say it takes some mental toughness to have motivation to get up at you know 3 15 a.m and really put on a smile because that's the thing about morning shows not only do you have to be up you have to be in a good mood totally most of the time i'm not like i'm not gonna lie not a morning person are you a morning person i try to be like i get up at 6 30 in the morning so i'm not like you by any means in terms of getting up at 3 15 i don't know how you do it i don't think i've ever actually done that aside from waking up for a flight let alone you know for a career right so it's truly remarkable in that regard but i try to get up early because i feel like i'm more productive when i get up early you know and then i can sort of wind things down later in the day if that makes sense yeah Yeah, it's nice to have your whole day done with by a certain hour because that's the thing. Like I wake up super early, but my workday is done at 8 a.m. Central if I'm not doing other radio hits or other shows. So it is nice to have it out of the way. It's kind of like working out in the morning. Like it sucks initially, but it's nice to have your whole day ahead of you. Right, absolutely. You know, getting up at 3.15 a.m., I mean, that's Central time for you, obviously, right? Correct. 
How much of an adjustment was that to start out? And I feel like you probably have gotten it down to a routine. I'm sure it's still a struggle. I mean, it's a struggle, struggle for me to get up at 6.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. But have you gotten more comfortable with it? Because, I mean, that's your classic wake-up time for, like, local news, too, right? Sometimes even 2 a.m. if you're doing local news and all that jazz. I kept thinking that it was going to get easier, but it hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I think the hardest part is because there are sports games on late at night and not even that late at night. But when you wake up this early, like local no news people will go to bed at 738. Like, right. I don't want to go to bed in the middle of Monday night football. Like, I will say that's why I take some props and hopefully they'll cash in the first half so I can go to bed. But it is difficult having a morning job and also having your ear to the ground when it comes to sports. Working with Jenks, I've been on your show a few times. It's always so fun. And then watching your videos on social media, you guys have amazing chemistry. And again, so early in the morning, like you talked about having that energy. It's absolutely amazing to see and sort of just talk about if you knew Jenks before this and how that chemistry has developed. Uh, no, I didn't know him from Adam before this show, but he's a guy that's really accomplished. He's won nine Emmys. And I think two Edward R. Murrow awards, which if you're not in the journalism committee, that's like the highest award you can get for journalism. Mm. So he's incredibly accomplished. And so are the rest of people that work on our show. So I feel very lucky to work with the caliber of people that I do. And it's like any team, like your job is easier when your team out teammates and your staff is so good around you. So I have it easy in that regard. Honestly, the only thing I don't like about my job is waking up early. Other than that, it's the best job I've ever had. And I really do enjoy it. Are you a big coffee drinker? Like you must be throwing back Red Bulls or something. Uh, yeah, coffee. And yeah. I have to be careful because I am pretty sensitive to coffee and caffeine. Uh, so if I go overboard, I'll be visibly shaking towards the end of the show. Get all wired. Like, are yeah. you one of those people? Like some people I feel like have such a tolerance for caffeine that it doesn't really affect them. Like I can go way overboard. When I drink Starbucks, a venti coffee will get me wired as hell. I'm telling you right now, like I can do a large iced coffee from Dunkin's, but Starbucks just gets me lit. It's unreal. I think Starbucks has more caffeine. I think because it's it like is. higher yeah. quality coffee. One time when I was in Las Vegas, they didn't have Venti's. So they gave me a Trenta. Did you know this size existed? It's the extra large, right? Oh, yes. It's <laughs> like, um, you know, a trough of coffee. And Ugh. let me tell you, that was not a pleasant day. Like <sighs> when you're in Vegas, like you're not drinking water. You're drinking alcohol. And then the morning right. after you're trying to, you know, cure that. So you have a coffee. They gave me a Trenta. I was like, good God. Like, do you want to kill me? Uh, but let's get into some of these NFL games because Vegas is one of the biggest question marks on the board. Uh, a team that nobody wants to trust. They're playing the Browns who have, like I said, a paragraph of injuries or not injuries, but guys yeah. on the COVID list. So I think there's a lot of questions in this one, but the name of the game this year is overreaction. Like who is overreacting to this game? Because we see the Raiders favor this one one and a half now. Um, I'm not sure if they deserve to be favored in this game because they still have Nick Chubb and Case Keenum is a guy that has been decent in backup of Baker Mayfield. In fact, he has won a game outright as an underdog yeah. as starting quarterback for the Browns. So I would advise people to be a little cautious. When you hear this COVID news, like obviously it matters, but when you see a point swing that drastic, like don't overreact because they still have players on the team and they still have like some guys that can fill in. And especially if they still have Nick Chubb. And that offensive line, 
run the football 25 to 30 times against these Raiders who I think they're just lost Chelsea. Now, are you waiting until like Friday to bet on this? Or are you just like staying away overall? I think I'm probably staying away from that one just because there's still two teams that I don't really love trusting. And okay. that's the thing in the NFL. Like there's certain teams that I never bet on. Like I never bet on the Falcons, hmm. the Falcons, you know, they have an inkling of, of an offense and Matt Ryan, like at times he looks good and he has some talent uh, when it comes to the receiving core. Kyle Pitts has been really good this year. Uh, Cordero Patterson, uh, a pretty viable weapon there as well, but they just can't be trusted. Every time I trust him to do something, uh, they let me down in a big way. Uh, so let's look at some of the games that I yeah. do like. Some best bets here. Like, yeah, I like the Bucks this week uh, against the Saints. If you remember, the Saints beat the Bucks uh, first time out, but that was a much different Saints team that is not nearly as banged up as they are this time around. And a trend that I've been looking at is the Bucks in the first half. My goodness, are the Bucks prolific on the offensive end in the first half. The number one offense in the first half of any team in the NFL, averaging 17.2 points a game. And guess what? At home, they're even better. They hmm. average 23.7 points per game at home. So I would be looking at a first half team total for the Bucks. I bet it's around 16 and a half. They haven't posted it yet. But I don't care about the Saints numbers. We saw this Tampa Bay offense do it against a, a defense that is good on paper against the Bills. And I think Tampa Bay is not slowing down here. I like them to put up points in the first half uh, in this game against the Saints. Double-digit spread, right, in that one? Right. Yeah. Yeah, so if you don't want to touch the spread, even though I will say the Bucks have been really good as double-digit favorites at home. At home uh, yeah. In fact, early on the season, I think they were 3-0 and against the number as hmm. double-digit favorites at home. So, in fact, that has been one of the spots in which they have done a great job of covering. So I wouldn't talk you off Bucks 10.5 at home, uh, but I do like them scoring points in the first half. Jaguars are making some news, not in a good way, or I guess in a good way with Urban Meyer fired. Jags take on the Texans this week in the least important game ever. Do you have any play there? I like the Texans on the money line, quite frankly, but that was pre-Urban Meyer getting fired. Yeah, I'm looking at the matchup here, and the key metrics that stands out to me is the Texans are the worst run defense in the entire NFL when it comes to yards per game. And guess who just got freed? Hashtag free James Robinson. One of the best offensive players they have on the roster there. And Urban Meyer did not want to play him for some reason or another. I don't know if it was because Carlos Hyde was his boy going back to Ohio State. But now that Urban Meyer is gone, even Trevor Lawrence has been hinting that they want James Robinson to get more of the targets or not the targets, the carries as a running back. So I would look at James Robinson props here because the matchup is good and no more Urban Meyer. So I think that is going to be the play I have for that one. The running back for the Jags, James Robinson over his rushing total uh, against the Texans. Fabulous. Love props. I usually take sides. So I love that you're throwing in some props here. Anything else this weekend that's sticking out to you? Yeah, I think we should keep an eye on this Titans and Steelers game. And we talk about props. The Titans running backs actually have been pretty prolific in the absence of Derrick Henry. Hmm. No, they're not Derrick Henry. Nobody's Derrick Henry. But Deontay Foreman has rushed for over 60 yards in three of his last four games. And looking at the Steelers defense that allows the most yards per carry of any team in the NFL. Dalvin Cook just torched him for 205 yards. So I think this is a good spot for Titans running backs. And if you remember that Patriots game, two Titans running backs had over 100 yards rushing. So I know the Titans are really banged up, but look at uh, Deontay Foreman, his yeah. rush prop 
against the Steelers because on paper, they're not good against the run. Even without Derrick Henry, that Titans offense runs through that run game and then the play action with Ryan Tannehill, of course. Chelsea Messenger of the Daily Tip here on Lock It In with Cam Rogers. You're a busy person, so obviously I'm going to let you go here. You got to go get something to eat, then you have a radio hit. But I really want to ask you, in terms of the NFL futures market, Super Bowl favorites, where are you at in regards to that? Huh, I think it's probably going to be, you know, the favorites, the Bucks and the Packers. And for okay. me, it dials down to which defense do you trust more? For me, it's probably the Packers. Like, I think their defense has been a little bit more trustworthy than the Bucks. The Bucks are beatable through the air. And when you think about the postseason and the teams that are going to be sticking around in the postseason, it's going to be the teams with the good quarterbacks. And when you match up a good quarterback against this Bucks secondary, I think there's going to be some damage done. Like maybe Tom Brady wins it in another walk-off. Like we know if Tom Brady's getting the ball back with less than two minutes to play, like he's cash money. Mm -hmm. But still, uh, I think that secondary could be a problem unless they get a little bit healthier and get some of those guys uh, a little bit more healthy when it comes to the postseason. Fabulous stuff as always. Chelsea Messenger here on Lock It In with Cam Rogers on the Believe Network. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for hanging out. And I'm sure we'll chat pretty soon down the line. Excited for golf season next year, of course. Oh, yeah, and Tiger Woods. I'm excited to see him play with the sun. It should How be good. sweet. Should be fantastic. I think he'll win outright. That's my pick this week. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid at all, I swear. There's some reasoning behind it. You guys can listen to that last episode here on Lock It. And Chelsea, thanks so much, and uh, we'll talk again soon. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.